0: Hey, y'all, what's up? We're back. It's the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. Big Perk, GP in the building. I got a new setup behind me. Perk is looking dapper as shit from his uh from his spot out in Houston. Perk, how you feeling?
1: What's up, G? Happy to be back on. Let's, you know what I'm saying? It's Tuesday. It's time to get popping. I'm still in the hotel room. I just made it look a little different. I changed my light and I put on a white shirt with a little, you know, a black tie. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like, you know. It's the bedding academy.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I seen you on the jump. I seen some of your picks already. The world's been knowing.
1: Hey, I'm telling you, look, I, we are hot right now. Okay. We're we hot right now. And i tell you what, it's some slam dunks tonight. Yeah. It's some slam dunks tonight.
0: Well, look, let me ask you this. You want to get right into those slam dunks because we can always backtrack. We have a game on right now. I, if it's tipped, I, I haven't seen for sure, but I think it has tipped Brooklyn and Minnesota, which was postponed. We could start there. We could start with whatever you want, but I'm down to just let you dictate it and we'll roll with you, Perk.
1: Well, look, I, I'm going to say this. Call Anthony Towns is not playing. Yeah. But I would not underestimate the minnesota timberwolves okay they score a lot of points all right and the nets are not the best defensive team although i don't know if kevin Durant is playing tonight is he playing tonight or is he waiting today or is he waiting till tomorrow for the
0: primetime game yeah i mean well we definitely know that we don't have harden right we don't have kyrie i think we have i think we have kd today
1: Oh, okay, but, cool. but again,
0: I, I moved my pod station. So now I don't have a damn television in front of me. And I'm not as tech savvy to just pull the game up on well, the Internet. No, nah, <laughs> nah, you,
1: you good. You good. Right. So, look, we could get to the slam dunks of the night. All right. We can get to it.
0: Yeah, I, let's go. Let's let's talk about it. Everyone wants your picks. We might as well get them out early.
1: OK, cool. Well, I'm looking at the Atlanta Hawks, right? The Atlanta oh. Hawks tonight are playing against the Toronto Raptors. The Toronto Raptors are without their two leaders, I believe. Fred Van VanVleet and Kyle Lowry, okay? Okay. I don't know what's been going on with the Toronto Raptors. They had that one good performance where Garrett Trent Jr. went off. Shout out to Garrett Trent Jr. He's going to get a big payday, get the bag, get the letters He deserves it. Cool. But with that being said, the Hawks, I think Trey Young is coming back today. It's going to be them. I'm taking them first half. The Hawks' first half, they've been playing exceptional basketball. They went in there and blew out the Hornets without Trey Young in Charlotte, which was a hell of a win. Bondanovich is playing well. Clint Capella is playing well. Guys are knowing their roles. Hawks' first half is a slam dunk. Okay? Perk,
0: Perk, let me ask you this, because the Hawks, according to FanDuel, are... Yeah, they're two-point favorites. So the half, they just got to be up. It's, it's like .5. The Hawks just got to be up by one at the half. By one point. Yeah. And
1: it's very doable. They're going to get it done. They have too much offensive firepower. You got Lemon Lou coming in off the bench, along with Gallinari, who's been putting up monster numbers. Uh, Solomon Hill has been solid for them. Defensively at the wing, and he's been knocking down timely threes. So the Hawks have so much firepower that they score in bunches. It's hard to stop that pick and roll with Clint with Clint Capella and Trey Young if he plays tonight, and then Bodanovich, hes just who we thought he was with Sacramento. He's been bringing that worth every penny.
0: Yo, know, I got a question for you. Um, Gary Trent Jr., I heard recently he said he finally feels like he's valued or something to the effect of it feels good to fe- to be valued, feel valued. We, we know what that feels like. I think everyone mm-hmm. can relate to that. D- was he not valued in Portland? Because I well, thought he was.
1: He was. It was just that he had a lesser role, okay? Yeah. But now you move to Toronto and they value you a little bit more. They value you differently. They value you enough to put you in the starting lineup. Uh, they value to put the ball in your hands when it matter the most and let you play your game. And you're averaging over 30 plus minutes. Well, when you were in Portland, you were a role player and you probably was in a range of 22 to 26 minutes a game. Well, now you're in the range of 35 to maybe 40 minutes a game and getting shot attempts. And you kind of know that Kyle Lowry is on his way out that this might be your opportunity to get the keys to the car alongside Fred Van Vliet. So he's just feeling different. He has a new energy, uh, and they're embracing him with open arms, as they should be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got to say, the Blazers have not looked great since his departure, and and maybe not only because of his departure. I know Dame's dealing with some injuries, but he hasn't looked great. They haven't looked great. You would think, especially, and we'll talk about the Jamal Murray injury, you would think right now, <clears throat> especially in the West, is when all these teams need to make up ground. And maybe, they're, maybe he does have a point he wasn't valued in Portland, and maybe Portland's seeing that now. They're not playing well without him.
1: They're not. And sometimes, look, trading a player and you don't realize it, I mean, Norman Powell, we all thought, include myself, and time will tell, right, the postseason when it matters the most. But sometimes you just have that chemistry. And we're watching C.J. McCullough and Dame Lillard applaud and, and give Gary Trent Jr. shout-outs from afar from, and that goes to show me that they had a different type of relationship with the young fella. So sometimes chemistry, ma- what well, chemistry matters, that familyness, togetherness matters. So. You know, uh, I think Portland will the all right. Dame have not been playing like the Dame dollar that we known him to play like. So I think he picks it up tonight. That goes into my next conversation of Let's why go. I'm picking them first half against the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Because the Celtics have not gotten off to a good start. They have been down double figures in their last two games and have to come back and come back wins against the Timberwolves. And I believe it was denver right no the the Nug- yeah the nick the, uh, the the nuggets yeah they had to come back they was down double figure so second half they've been a second half team portland haven't really been playing well i think they're going to come out with a different type of energy different type of mindset so i have portland in first half and again the spread is not that far apart so no, i it's- just
0: it's minus two for the game. Blazers giving up two. that means they only have to be up by a point at the half. It's minus 0.5 for Portland at the half. Those are two good picks. Perk likes the Hawks and he likes the Blazers at the half. All they have to do is be leading and you win that bet.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely.
0: Wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, we know dames playing through the leg injury um, what what was it last week? His first back-to-back games of under twenty points of scoring under twenty mm. points—that's crazy for Dame. And he's he's used to scoring almost thirty a game, right? So, but but Bust, but Boston's been struggling. You you called them out on Twitter, right? And especially Jason Tatum. And then your boy puts up fifty. So what do we? And expect- one
1: Eastern as Player of the Week after that.
0: Yeah, and what do we expect from from him and the Celtics, though, tonight? Maybe they can win this game. I know you like the Blazers for the half, though.
1: Right, I do. I do. I do. And maybe how the the game is going, I'll take the Celtics in the second half. I just have to see, but I like the Blazers' first half. And then my other slam dunk, and I'm getting it out the way. There's one other. The Utah Jazz just lost last night in Utah, and I get it. It's a back-to-back. But they're playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe they're like a 17-point favorite. 16 and a
0: half right now, according to Fando. Yeah.
1: Take them at the half, right? At the half, they're going to have to be up probably, what, 11, 12? They're going to be up on the Thunder. The Thunder don't have enough, right? Utah has been covering at home except for last night. I think they went on like maybe six or seven games where they covered in the first half. So don't just look at this spread and be like, man, that's a big number. No, the Jazz actually gets it done. So those are my three picks home run, slam dunks, whatever you want to call it for tonight. First hey, half, so.
0: Yeah, and Jazz, I mean, that's still a big number for the Jazz to be up at the half, but I'm with you after they, I mean, I think what last night was an embarrassment for them. And by the way, and we'll talk about this, Jamal Murray is now down with the ACL. Mm. So that changes everything in the West, especially because we thought Denver could have been the best team in it. Now they're, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with them. But Utah needs to start making up ground. They're already, they already have the best record, but they need to hold it. The Suns have to win. The Celtics got to beat the Pacers tonight. Everybody now has to win these games that they should win. I think there's just more urgency now with uh with, with Maul going down in Denver.
1: Right. I, I agree. And it changes everything. So with that being said, I forgot about this game. The Clippers play the Pacers tonight, right?
0: Yep. Yeah. Clippers giving up three and a half.
1: I actually like the Clippers at the half. I don't I don't call it a slam dunk, but I like it as a layup. Because I think their whole roster would be intact tonight. Uh,
0: well, no, Kawhi, well, we know Pat Bev and Serge aren't playing, and also I think Kawhi is sitting out tonight. But the Pacers don't have Miles Turner.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but he's not. He's if as long as they got Sabonis, Lavert, and, and uh,
0: Brogdon, Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm gonna leave that alone. I didn't know Kawhi was sitting out tonight. Leave that alone. But I,
0: I stick but tomorrow. I actually would say I like the Clippers for the game, giving up the three and a half. Miles Turner not playing and one you could make the argument take the over in this game and I mean I think we could make the argument to take the over in all these damn games because ain't nobody playing defense in the NBA we'll see if that changes <laughs> uh, now that teams have more urgency especially in the West but without Miles Turner playing they allow 126.8 points per game the Clippers are the best three-point shooting team in the league Paul George going back to Indiana I think he's going to have a monster and I just think the Clippers are definitely going to be able to beat Indiana by four if not by 14
1: I like that G I didn't think about that PG going back to Indiana, he's going to have it on his mind. Yeah. Coming back after a a hill of a performance his last game, especially with a a throw in dunk. I mean, just he was he he was looking good. Rondo's playing tonight. Yeah. okay, okay. I could see that happen. I could see it happen.
0: Terrence Mann is playing well. But listen, and this is for all y'all on Twitter, too. Reggie Jackson has been so good and been so undervalued. He should... I I don't know the criteria for sure about if he can be sixth man because he has had to start a lot in Pat Beverly's absence and before Rondo came over. But I I think we should be talking a little bit about Reggie Jackson for sixth man. I'm not saying he should win it. I don't think anyone can, can catch Jordan Clarkson in Utah. But what Reggie Jackson has done... Yo, is that a Jerry West thing? Did, did Jerry West decide, let's keep him, let's resign him? I know he's Paul George's boy. But that is one of the most, I think, undervalued moves that happened in the offseason for them to keep Reggie and for him to be playing as well as he is.
1: It is. And and, and I think the other best thing to happen for, that's going to happen for Reggie is having Rondo. Yeah. Rondo is going to teach Reggie the game, hold him accountable. Because Reggie has the time. To, he has like these moments where he goes into these slumps and you see him hanging his head, bad body language. It's not going to be there with Rondo in a way. So I'm I'm kind of leaning towards your way, G, with the Clippers. I, I'm kind of liking that. But the only yeah. problem I have is that Lavert, the Holiday Brothers, Jeremy Lamb, Vandana, I mean Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon, Sabonis, Summers is like so underrated, but you know what? They didn't impress me right against their game against the Magic. So I'm I'm with you. I like the Clippers winning this game tonight. I think Paul George have a monster night. What's over under? Tell me what's the what's the player props for Paul George to have thirty points tonight?
0: Oh, we're gonna get you that. I listen. Not only do do I think Paul George scores thirty. But we, we had our guy, Michael Socoli, hook us up with a super dope bet to the future. And for everyone on, listening on the pod and on Twitter spaces, uh, at the Extra Points Pod with Cousin Sal, we do this thing called Bet to the Future. And it's where we make up our own odds. M- Michael Socoli is our odds maker. He's a genius. He comes up with odds for things that you can't bet on in Vegas, but they're fun as shit. So I asked him, I said, yo, who's going to have the next poster dunk? And we can define what it means uh, to have a poster, but you mentioned your boy Paul George did it the other day. Same day he did it. Uh, Bridges, Miles Bridges out Ooh. in Charlotte did that. Ooh, that was not that, that was sick, right?
1: I mean, for a guy like that's on a few posters, you know, myself. <laughs> ah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that was that was pretty sick. That that Miles Bridges dunk yeah. was reminded me of a Vince Carter over Alonzo Mourning.
0: Yeah, or like, Vince, Car- Vince like, Carter Olympics even, huh?
1: Yeah. Like yeah. that was a throw-in. Like everything about that dunk was a perfect 10. Because yeah. think, even if he wouldn't have dunked on Clint Capella, the dunk itself would have been like, you know, a top 10 play just because of the authority and where he took off from
0: yeah. in traffic. And Clint Capella is a is a is a solid rim protector. Like it's solid. it's hard to dunk on him, right? Yeah. Solid.
1: I mean, this guy Elite. had 10. Elite. He yeah. had 10 blocks twice in the game.
0: Yeah. It's insane. But look, get this. So if we're going to predict our next poster dunk, our bet to the future brought to you by Extra Points and Michael Scully. Uh, Miles Bridges, two to one odds, okay, to do it again. Anthony Edwards, our boy, rookie of the year, we'll talk about him, plus 350. He had a nice one against Toronto earlier in the year. We We know Paul George. He did it the other day. His odds set at five to one. What about Spida? Donovan Mitchell, you know he can throw down on folks. He, we have him as plus 650. And then just for fun, we threw in Blake Griffin. Now that he's in Brooklyn, get, catching lobs from Kyrie, maybe Griffin throws, a, throws another poster like he did on Perk back in the day. We, we have him at 8-1, to one, right? And then the field will give the field even odds. Who do you think is going to be the next poster?
1: Mm. I, I kind of like Paul George again.
0: Yeah, five because to one
1: he, odds. Cause he's sneaky really. He's sneaky yeah. with it. And when he comes down the lane, you just never know. And he has such great athleticism that he could always catch people slipping. So I like Paul George. I and love how f-
0: and, and I feel I love like PG. Me too, man. And I feel like pandemic P every night he's going out and trying to eliminate that from everyone's vocabulary. Like that, that attachment from last year, that that three off the backboard, uh, when they were up three-one and then ended up losing to Denver. Like I feel like every single night he steps on the floor he's thinking about that and how he can erase that in the history books. Mm-hmm. And he's on he's on a tear.
1: He is on a tear.
0: Well by that's the way your boy. That's, that's my your bo- boy. Look before the season started I thought he'd finish top 3 in MVP voting. Again, he got hurt. He sat he sat out and we'll talk about how much you can miss and still be up for some of these awards especially MVP rookie of the year. But I want to just answer your question the over under the total for Paul George tonight uh the over under set at 27 and a half that he'll score 20 that he'll score 28 points tonight. You think yes or no?
1: I, I say yes. I say he goes for 30. Wow. There you Back go, in y'all. Andy, he goes for 30. No Kawhi, he goes for 30 plus
0: tonight. There you go, y'all. To take Paul George, the over to score 27 and a half. Just to recap, perk, you love Utah at the half, even though it's a big spread against the yep. Thunder. You you love Utah at the half. First half, y'all. You love Atlanta at the half. They only have to be winning. That's it. It's a, it's a minus point five. So take Atlanta at the half. And then we also have
1: Portland at yeah, the half.
0: Portland at the half. Again, they only have to be winning against the Celtics. It's it's also minus 0.5. And, and you then,
1: love yeah. the Clippers for I the love, game.
0: I do. You like them for the half, huh?
1: No, no, I'm rolling with you for the All game. Right. Yeah, yeah. For the game.
0: I like clippers for the game. You heard it here second because Perk said it first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. Let's check in on what on what we got right now. Right, we have uh we have Brooklyn Minnesota playing at tip, which is right about the time we went live. This this line was set at seven at minus seven and a half, so Brooklyn favored by seven and a half points against Minnesota. Perk this game, and and by the way, Brooklyn's up ten right now. Um, this game was postponed yesterday because of. Um, the NBA decided to postpone the game for everything that happened in Minnesota. They decided to play the game today in the wake of the Dante Wright shooting. Um, again, another um, unarmed black man in Minnesota mm. was gunned down by a white cop, a, a woman cop this time, uh, it just so happens. She's she's since been fired and stepped down and everybody out there should be ashamed of themselves. But the the league and the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Brooklyn Nets decided not to play the game yesterday. They're playing it today. I know you had some thoughts Um, it's awful that we have to talk about the NBA this way and just talk about life this way. But another senseless uh, act of violence, another 20 year old black man gunned down by a police officer in Minnesota. By the way, the same place uh, where George Floyd was gunned down, Philandro Castile, where the trial of Derek Chauvin is is currently taking place and in a state in Minnesota that aims to decriminalize weed and marijuana. And this kid, uh, you know, maybe had a petty outstanding um, warrant out for some, a weed charge. And here he well, is now 20 years old, dead.
1: Yeah. And you you know what the crazy part is, is that all that what you said is, is accurate and it's frustrating to just even keep having yeah. to go back and revisit this conversation. But think about it. Philando Castile, right. After he was murdered, Right. For a traffic stop by the police. The the state of Minnesota invested twelve million dollars into police training. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, here we are today, a year, almost a year away from the George Floyd killing. Right. While his trial is going on for for the police officer that murdered him, because that's what it was. And then all of a sudden this happened to Dante Wright, like, with a police officer that has been in the force for over 25 years. Yeah. Like, you mean to tell me you don't know the difference or you mistakenly grabbed your taser? How about we they mistakenly put you behind bars? Right. Right. I mean, like. Legitimately
0: put you behind bars. Yeah. Yes. Like,
1: like I mean, at what point is it going to stop? And to me, it's, it seemed like with the trial going on and everything, it's almost like. I, I'm just saying this. This is my personal opinion. It's almost like behind closed doors, it's like, I wonder what the police, the like in the police buildings and, and, and uh offices and what 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 are they what kind of conversations they having. Because right. you know, if if rules are being strictly enforced and they're having meetings and they're and you know, the captains or whoever is in charge of saying, Hey, this is what's gonna happen, and you gotta be careful because. They cannot be this loose with it like they cannot be this loose with it. So it got to be something that's being said behind closed doors to make them even feel comfortable, feel comfortable with even pulling out a gun or even pulling out a taser. Right. A taser is not anything to be playing with either
0: and also yeah i mean the the fact why pull him over because he had an air freshener then you found out about a shitty petty warrant like for an 85 dollar weed charge like what are you tasering anybody in in that situation for anyway like if you feel like you needed to arrest him then you put him in handcuffs you take him down to the station and you and you would have been wrong there too but at least he at least he's alive
1: right was it worth it right was it worth it we're talking about a petty warrant like Was it really worth it? They have people that are out of, like, running free right now. They have way worse charges against them that that are out in the world today that people can't find. And here you are just messing with someone over an $85 warrant, an $85 charge, a misdemeanor. It's just ridiculous. This man lost his life. And it was so heartbreaking to see his family, his mama speaking on TV. It was just like, it was. I had to turn the TV off because – you get emotional if, if you if you have if you're any type, if you have any type of heart or feelings watching someone lose their child. I have children. OK. And the last thing in the world you want to see is your children. Something happened to your children or your children die before you. Right. That's I mean, in a perfect world, everyone will want their children to grow up. You want to see your grandkids. But it don't happen like that. Natural causes or whatever. But yep. to happen because of police brutality and someone taking their life, and having to watch a mom and a dad and a, a uncle and an auntie, a grandmother, a grandfather grieve is just heartbreaking.
0: Especially when you would think it, it would it would not happen, especially there in this spotlight, in the wake of this trial. But it it just is so deep rooted that they don't they seem to not give a fuck, perk. And it just keeps happening. And maybe they think they'll get away with it. I'm with you. Like, I wonder what the conversations are inside the precincts, because it's it's just it's it's just a lot. And and there's no good way for us to segue from this back to a basketball game. But they are playing the game today. They decided to play it today. Brooklyn opened it minus seven and a half. Um, we know Carl Anthony Towns isn't playing. He he's still grieving. For the loss of his mom to COVID. So he's still out for personal reasons. D'Lo and Cat have only played eight games together this whole year. Mm. It's been crazy. And I think the one shining spot on the, on the Timberwolves is, is, is Anthony Edwards. And maybe we can hopefully, you know, some good joy and, and good fortune will come to them and he can win Rookie of the Year. And I think at this point, he's the favorite. I know there's been injuries to LaMelo and now to Wiseman. But, you know, We'll see what happens with Anthony Edwards, the clear cut favorite to win rookie of the year at this point. But Perk, I want to ask you, and this game already started, so there's not really much y'all can do unless you want to live bet it. But, you know, it's it tipped off before we were able to give you the line, but you saw it. It's minus seven and a half, according to uh Fandle. So Brooklyn's up. Hopefully you took the Nets, even with only KD. I got a couple questions because K- KD's been in the news a little bit today uh with Shannon Sharp, uh, apparently... Club Shay Shay <laughs> Shannon Sharp on on uh, on on his show on Fox said something that KD said that KD says he didn't say and then a Twitter battle ensued and now uh, Shannon Sharp has since blocked KD and KD's got to deal with that KD's got to deal with the postponement and he's also trying to um, keep his team alive in the absence of Harden and Kyrie so what's going on with KD in, in your mind and how does he just focus on basketball at this point?
1: Well, to be honest, I'm I'm with KD on this one. I'm yeah. I am. I'm with him on this one because all he did was want answers. He's saying that you said something I did not say. And why we gotta talk about it in private, in private, when you made it public. Right. And I just thought, like, you know, with Shannon, I got much respect for Shannon Sharp. Uh I think, you know, his personality, what he brings to the media game is a breath of fresh air because he has charisma. Uh, you know, for his football, he knows his, his stuff, yep. uh, you know, at certain points of basketball, I do agree with some of his takes, but you can't block them. Like, like right. this is, this You're is. You're a member
0: of the media. You host yeah, a national yeah, show. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. And this is, this is, you know, this is a hall of famer in football and a future hall of Famer in basketball. Like y'all owe each other that respect. Right. Not a block. Like, go ahead and just hash it out over Twitter because the beef started public. How about hashing it out publicly, not behind closed doors. Hash it out publicly and let bygones be bygones. Look, I didn't say some bad takes. I was wrong uh, uh, sometimes, not all the time, G. Now don't get it wrong. Right. Not often, you know I'll tell you that. But look, I've I've been wrong and I came back and corrected myself and said, you know what, I was wrong. It's not. It's okay. Like. Yeah. It's OK. And all Katie was trying to say is, is that tell me, when did I say this? And it's OK. But to me, I just I couldn't agree with Shannon Sharp blocking him. Like, no, I, I, that wasn't cool.
0: Look, Twitter is a public media outlet. Like we're we're doing a podcast right now from Twitter. Kevin Durant and Eddie Gonzalez did a a live sort of podcast offshoot last Friday. They were asking for you. Perk. Next time they do it, we're getting you yeah. on Um, just last Friday where, you know, Fans in the crowd were able to ask Kevin Durant questions, and he was great. Like Twitter is where we get our news, and it is a, I think, and a very credible media source now. So if you're gonna hash it out anywhere, do it on Twitter. I think the problem is Shannon probably expects KD to come on his show to hash it out. KD don't need to help his show out. KD, if they need KD more than KD needs them over there at uh, Undisputed, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. you can't be mad at that. Hash it out with them on Twitter. I think it's fine.
1: I agree. I agree because yeah. it started public, so don't. There's no need to do it properly. There's no need for him to come on the show. Do it on
0: Twitter. Yeah, it's like when you tweet something out and then someone DMs you or texts you with a response. Like, man, just tweet me back then. Just re- just reply yeah. in the comments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Before you press the send button, you know what comes with it.
0: Right. Don't get don't get fired. Yeah. All right, perk. Before we move on, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Add a little excitement to your sports watching experience by betting on all the action on FanDuel Sportsbook. There's a reason why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same game parlay, and exclusive always on promotions, such as enhanced odds boost on the biggest events to let you get more action out of every game day. And if you win, they even get you your winnings safely in as little as 24 hours. It's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. There's an opportunity to win big. With Fandle's exclusive same-game parlay feature, you can bet small for the chance to win a large sum. Right now, Fandle is letting you place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place your first bet on anything. Fandle will refund you up to a grand back if you don't win. I like that. That's a good promotion. Seriously, there's no strings attached. Just place any bet you want. And if you win, you keep the cash. If you lose, you'll get your entire bet up to $1,000 back in site credit. My favorite bet of the day, the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Indiana Pacers. Clippers are giving up three and a half. Indiana, no Miles Turner. He's a third in defensive player of the year odds. And guess what? He is not playing when he doesn't play. They allow 126.8 points per game. I know the Clippers don't have Serge, Kawhi, or Pat Beverly. It doesn't matter. I'm taking the Clippers minus three and a half today against the Pacers without Miles. If you've never tried Fanduel Sportsbook, what are you waiting for? Download the Fanduel Sportsbook app to get started and be sure to sign up with promo code Betting Academy so they know big perk sent you. Come on, that's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code betting academy. Disclaimer, it's 21 and over and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanDuel.com for details. Got a gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado, 1 800 bets off in Iowa, 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. TN Redline is 1 800 889 9789 in Tennessee. Or you can visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, let's get into our MVP discussion. KD's back. James Harden is out for a few more games. I don't think he's going to miss as many games as, as, as let's say, Joel Embiid missed or even, you know, Paul George missed or even Jimmy Butler missed to start the season. I think it depends on when you miss games and how that factors into MVP voting. But Harden can come back. There's going to be, what, 12, 13, 14 games left, let's say. Can Harden cover enough ground to get back in this MVP conversation, especially now that... that Jamal Murray's out for the year with the ACL in Denver, and we'll see how that in, impacts Jokic. But look at Joel Embiid. He missed like 12 games, and he's right in the thick of it with the second-best odds for well, MVP.
1: No, I, I don't think hard. I, I honestly, you know, right now, I honestly don't believe no one on the Nets has a strong possibility okay. at winning the MVP award, okay? Because they all have stepped up when, when, when it matters the most. Kyrie has had big, nice James. Kevin Durant came back. He had a great night on his first night back. I mean, it was 17 points, but he didn't miss a damn shot. But when you look at the MVP race, in my opinion, it's it's Jokic in no particular order. At first, I had Jokic number one, but it's big Jokic, MB, and Chris Paul to win. Wow. One of those three guys. Wow. One of those three guys. I mean, because... You know Donovan Mitchell is right there, but the impact—I mean, like you take Jokic off of the Denver Nuggets, they are in the lottery. Yeah. Okay. You take Chris Paul off the Phoenix Suns, they probably a eight seed. They're they're in the play-in, I believe, in the Western Conference. You take Donovan Mitchell off the Utah Jazz, the Utah Jazz still probably in the middle of the pack. Like they got a good overall team. Yeah. You take M B off, and here's the conversation with M B. MB takes the 76ers from just a, a playoff team first round exit to win a championship contender. Yep. Like, that's a huge leap. Like, no one would be surprised at, at the end of the year if the Philadelphia 76ers are, handed, are holding up the trophy. Would you?
0: No. And I think at, at one point, and, and probably still holds true for me, I still think Philly's going to represent the East in the finals.
1: Me too. Yeah. Me too. I got that. Yeah, I think,
0: and especially with the Nets, like, they haven't, I don't think, I agree, they haven't had enough time to figure out the big three dynamic. I don't know if there is enough time before playoffs start. I do think they can figure it out then. How many games is Kyrie going to miss? Is KD going to have to miss a few more games? What's going to, when's James going to come back? You know, injuries are always going to be a factor. Missing games is always going to be a thing that you think the Nets can overcome it because they have three superstars. But I will say this about MVP. I'm worried about Jokic now that, uh, Maul is down. I don't know how that will impact his MVP season continuing. Whether he's more valuable now because he's got to do more because Jamal is down, or whether he slides back. Joel Embiid is sitting nice right there at three to one. Jokic was minus 210 after the injury. Now it, it didn't change a lot, but he's minus 195 to win the MVP. But Joel has stayed steady right there at three to one, and yeah. they're surging. You got Giannis 12 to one. James Harden's still sitting there at 12 to 1, even though he's been out. I think if he comes back and balls out and they win the East, I mean, or, you know, their n- number one seed in the East, I do think James Harden still can make a case. I agree with you. I think Kevin Durant's out of the running. I think Kyrie's out of the running. I think Dame is out of the running at 18 to 1. I think Luka's been out. We already know. And by the way, did you hear Luka complaining about a play in? He don't want to play uh, in a play in. Uh, I,
1: mean, I mean, he keeps doing all that, crying. Yeah. Him and Mark Cuban, what the babies gonna do?
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You I keep doing know. all
1: that crime. what the babies in the world go do today? They, I mean, leave some room for them to share some tears. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that. So yo,
0: look, but G, yo, I got a
1: question for
0: you. Yeah, tell me.
1: I've been, I've been, look, I, I might be, right now, I might be really loved in the Bay Area, okay?
0: Oh, shit, I knew we were going
1: I, I, there. I'm just telling you, I might be really loved <laughs> in the Bay Area. Do you agree with me? I said when it's all said and done, When Steph Curry decides to walk away from the game of basketball, he will instantly go into top 10 all-time greatest players.
0: Yeah, and I'm tired of the Steph Curry just greatest shooter of all time. Man, Steph Curry might be one of the greatest players of all time. He might be top five. So, like, we got to give him more love and and if we're talking about MVP on the heels of last night's, what, 53 that he put up against the Nuggets, who we all thought was the best yeah. team in the West, but and of course, they lost Jamal now, but Steph Curry is sitting at plus 10,000 MVP odds. He's 100 to 1, and your boy Chris Paul, not far behind him, at 130 to 1. Steph Curry needs to have more respect put on his name, especially in MVP talk, and then we talk about the greatest Warrior scorer just past Wilt Chamberlain of all time, Everyone needs to respect that he might be a top five player of all time, not shooter. He's the best shooter of all look, time. We already know.
1: I mean, just watch the Warriors without Steph. They get smacked up and blown out. And I'm talking about about 50. All of a sudden, Steph comes back and you just see a whole different team. And it's because of Steph. So I just wanted to get your input. I did not already let the world know how I feel about it. No. look, You know, when- it is what it is.
0: I was doing somersaults and backflips when you tweeted about Steph. I'm like, yes, he's coming around. Like people don't <laughs> understand, especially with Dame kind of floundering a little right now. And we'll see what happens with the Nuggets and LeBron out. How the hell Steph is 100 to 1 odds at this moment for MVP is beside me. He should at least be 18 to 1 right where Dame and Lucas sit. He was there before. He was actually 10 to 1 earlier in the season. I think, I think there's a lot of value in putting some money on Steph Curry right now. Here's why. We talk about Julie. Julius Randle winning most improved player if the Knicks make the playoffs, if he can get the Knicks in the playoffs, we think Julius Randle could be MIP. Well, if the Warriors, if Steph can get the Warriors to the playoff and he's having the statistical year he's having, doesn't that make a great case for Steph Curry as the MVP?
1: It do. It do. But it'll be a long shot just because of how well Joel Embiid and, and, uh, and, and Jokic is playing. By the way, I forgot to mention Giannis.
0: Yeah. 12 to one odds to win MVP. That's
1: not, that's not a bad pick. I might put a hot hundred dollars on there. hot C note. That's not a bad pick.
0: Yeah. Giannis is good value right now at 12 to one. I still think James Harden is good value at 12 to one. I hope y'all who are listening picked him when he was 40 to one or 20 to one. You've had so many opportunities we've told you about. Um, and you mentioned Dam- uh, Sorry, Donovan Mitchell, also 100 to 1. It's crazy that Donovan, Chris, and then I'll put Steph in there, but that Donovan and Chris, the two best records in the West, are that f- that low in MVP voting. Like nobody's valuing what they're doing for their teams.
1: Well, I think it's just because of what the numbers that the others are putting up. And that's what I'll be saying about, and I get it. I'm with you. That's what I'll be. That's what this is the conversation that I'll be wanting to have when I talk about the goalpost moving year to year when it comes down to the MVP award. I don't know the criteria no more of how you pick your MVP. I thought it was a guy that not only put up numbers, but impact winning. And where's that team? And if you take this guy off this team, where would this team be without this individual? Like, I thought once Steve Nash won the MVP that year, I think averaging 16 to 12, I thought that changed the whole narrative, okay, about what MVP really stood for. Because that year, I think Kobe was averaging, what, 33, 34 points a night. Shaq was dominating down there in Miami. So that's neat to hear there. I just don't know the criteria no more because the goalpost moves every single year.
0: Kobe Bryant had one MVP, two MVPs whatever it is it's a ridiculously low number as is what lebron is, has three mvps four mvps whatever that is is also about half of what he should have the two best players in the league over the last 20 years have been lebron james and kobe bryant and their number of mvp trophies would not uh highlight that we'll just mm-hmm. say that right they've been over they've been overlooked for mvp a few times and like you said lebron should have eight of them
1: yeah i agree 100%
0: all right, let's talk about Jokic for MVP then real quick cuz we know what happened to Jamal Murray and and let's talk about what that means for Denver in the West. And then I want to ask you a question about the Lakers' value still um because, you know, their odds kind of kind of keep getting longer, but we know AD and, and LeBron are coming back. So I just want to know if there's value there, but let's talk Nuggets. To, yesterday morning, I would have said that the Denver Nuggets are were the best team in the West. Uh they are now uh Let's see, plus 1,600, so 16-1 to 1 odds to win the West, and I think that's going to continue to drop without Jamal Murray. Uh, like I said, yesterday morning, waking up, I would have said Denver's the best team in the West. So now what does this mean for the Clippers, Lakers, Jazz, Suns, even the Blazers?
1: I mean, a breath of fresh air. You hate to say it, but it, it happens, right? Injuries happen. The Denver Nuggets is the first-round exit.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, that's yo let that sink in the denver nuggets now went from possibly being able to win the west they will be they will be a first round exit yeah yeah yeah. uh by the way their their title odds denver they went from plus 1400 14 to 1 odds to win it all to now 30 to 1 they're plus three thousand now to win it all
1: it is going to continue to keep going down because i look you, it's no replacing Jamal Murray. Like, no disrespect to Michael Porter Jr., uh, uh yeah, and 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 Will Borden, but they sure. they are not Jamal Murray. Okay, let's let's make that very clear. Right. They're not him. So, and I'm looking at the West. You got to have that duo to go up against the other duos that are in the Western Conference. Dame and CJ, AD and Braun, Kawhi and PG. CP and Devin Booker like you gotta uh, Utah I mean they have a a, you know you know Mike Conley Donovan Mitchell Bob Donovan Jordan Clarkson like yeah you gotta have a lot of firepower to be coming out of this Western Conference so Utah has a
0: one-two punch uh, starter and bench like if you just think of Donovan and Jordan what Donovan can do starting and Jordan can do off the bench that's a crazy one-two punch right there
1: crazy crazy one-two punch so with that being said, the Nuggets are a first round exit. And it's, I mean, you know, it is what it is.
0: Let me ask you what you think about this. Having, having it to do all over again, you think they trade Gary Harris knowing they were going to lose Jamal?
1: Yeah, I think that was the right move to land Aaron Gordon. I mean, yeah. because he's still young and Jamal Murray is still young. Jokic is just still pretty young. So it's not like they went all in like a Toronto Raptors for it, like, yeah. They still have a future. Michael Porter Jr is still young. So yep. you still could look into next year and the year after that. I think it's still a 2 or 3 year window that you could let this team coexist and see what happens.
0: Would have been nice if they kept uh, Jeremy Grant. But yo, yeah. si- right? But since since Aaron Gordon came over with um with uh um, Murray in the lineup, okay? With Jamal Murray in the lineup since acquiring Aaron Gordon, okay? They're 5 and 0 straight up and 4 and 1 against the spread, the Nuggets. Same thing, since acquiring Aaron Gordon without Jamal Murray, including last night when Murray got hurt against the Warriors, they're 3 and 2 straight up and 2 and 3 against the spread. So, if you're looking at this point, even with Aaron Gordon there, knowing Jamal's out for the rest of the year, be careful with that spread in the Denver Nuggets because they're not covering. They're under five hundred. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's I don't know that that's a good bet to take.
1: No, it's not. I mean, you just got to watch them play it out because they had just lost two in a row. They, I mean, they're on a the two-game losing streak. I, I wouldn't trust them. And did you see the way the Celtics came back two games ago yeah. in the second half? Like, what What was it, a 41-8 to run or some crazy number? Like, there was something ridiculous in the second half, and it was just to the point where... And I get it. Uh, They had a back-to-back. Mike Malone threw in the towel kind of early Mm. pull Jokic because I get the back-to-back part. But, like, the Celtics snatched their souls from them. Yeah, And that was, was like, like, that was the first time I saw them be defeated. And I just – and, look, Michael Porter Jr. is a unique talent, but I just don't trust him, G. Mm. Like, he still – his IQ still has to take another leap.
0: You think he could put up Zion Williamson numbers next year?
1: now nah, zion is the future face of the nba he's different
0: yeah but i mean could michael yep. porter get get to zion level in a couple no, of years okay no, no. okay and yeah I, I was watching that celtics game and the denver they were up so i went out and did yoga i was like this is over and then i come back i'm like holy shit by the way perk i got something for you one of our listeners on twitter spaces shout out owen owen has has a fan question for us okay who is more important to the Utah Jazz? Donovan Mitchell, who is, like we said, 101, 101 for MVP, 100 to 1 MVP, for MVP, sorry, or Rudy Gobert, who's minus 280 for Defensive Player of the Year award. So Donovan for MVP, long shot. Rudy Gobert, favorite, right? One of the top favorites, if not the favorite, to win Defensive Player of the so Year. So who's more important? It's
1: Donovan Mitchell. hmm. I mean, we, we saw that last year in the bubble when he was going toe-to-toe with Jamal Murray. What, in the in playoffs, in that series, what, he averaged over 40. Like, he, he he zoned out. So it goes to show me when it mattered the most, Donovan Mitchell was going to elevate his game. And look, anytime you have a special young star, he's a superstar to me. I don't give a damn what nobody say, Shaq or whoever. He's a superstar to me. Yeah. Anytime you have a guy that's a wing player in a guard-driven league, and I understand you have some good bigs now, MB and Jokic, but they're not your typical low-post bigs. They are different, right? They they play a different style of play. Right. But Donovan Mitchell is a game-changer. Last year I said that it was an audition for him uh, when they played because Vandanovich didn't play. I said this is going to be our audition to show the Utah Jazz that won He deserved that top dollar, that max contract extension, Two, that they could trust him when it mattered the most, and I thought he did. Although they lost the series, it wasn't because of him. He performed at the highest level. It wasn't nothing that he did wrong. You know, it was just that he didn't have Vandanovich. He didn't have a deep bench. He didn't have, you know, Jordan Clarkson had just got there, so it was a unique situation. But right now, he actually has the help and all the pieces that he need so he has no excuse really the Utah Jazz has zero excuses not to come out of the Western Conference this year
0: especially now with Jamal Murray's ACL i mean you had literally Utah you have no excuse and i still would not put my money on them winning it i have money on the Phoenix Suns and i think Barring what happens with the Lakers injuries, I think the Clippers could also come out. I I would have thought Denver, like I said yesterday morning when I woke up, but I don't think that anymore. And I've never thought Utah. I understand they have the best record. I just don't trust them down the road to get it done. But Owen, that's a good question. Um, And so to answer it, just to recap, hopefully you have your money on Gobert for defensive player of the year because that probably happens. Hopefully you do not have your money on Donovan Mitchell for MVP because that is not going to happen at 100 to 1. But Perk just gave it to you real Donovan is the, is the most valuable player on that team. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to what the hell does most valuable player actually mean? Right. Yep. Perk. I have another question for you about what the hell shit means. Okay. I need you to, to define something for me real quick. Tell me just, all right, I got five examples. Give me what, give, give it to me. What is a wing dinner? When you tweet about a guy putting up 50 points or whatever, just what is, what is a wing dinner? Is that points? Is that just like, he he served you like what is what is a wing dinner no, just in yeah, the basic yeah. sense?
1: Wing dinner is the points he put up. You okay. know what I'm saying fifty piece spicy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wait. We're gonna go. So what is a wing dinner all flats?
1: Uh, just something different that I threw in. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah, because you came you came through with the wing dinner all flats. I'm like, oh shit, what does that mean? Yeah. All right. Then you came through with the spicy wing dinner with biscuits. What's that?
1: Yep, yeah, it was just how it how how it happened. Got gotcha. you. You see what I'm saying? It was
0: hot and hot and flaky.
1: Yeah, but with the biscuits, that means they did something else in other areas. You know, like a boards. Ten, yeah, yeah, I think it was ten biscuits. Yeah, it yeah. was ten boards. You know what I'm saying? So they actually went to Popeyes and they got the ten <laughs> biscuits on the side with the honey. <laughs> All think.
0: right, now we know what lemon pepper is. That's you got to be. It's got to be down south, right? Yeah, like Lou yeah. Williams with the lemon pepper. Uh-huh. All right, what about the teriyaki wing dinner?
1: I mean, that's just anywhere that's not down south. You know what I mean? I figure because my favorite, I'm either eating wings, they're either going to be fried, it's going to be lemon pepper, or it's going to be teriyaki for me. I like honey barbecue, but that's kind of like, you know, barbecue wings is just so traditional. You don't really want to talk about it. But teriyaki, that's a different type of flavor.
0: I like the ghost pepper perk. All right, I got one more. Oh,
1: well, I'm using that tonight. Somebody's going to have something. Oh, hell yeah. but But look. Don't 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 forget you got the Cajun
0: rub too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, the, the, with the garlic parmesan sauce to dip. Yeah, yeah the Cajun rub. <laughs> the, Cajun, the Cajun rub. All right. Mm-hmm. Last night when Steph put up his 53, you said it, he, he had the wing dinner with a side of ranch, right?
1: Yeah. For the dipping sauce. Because, you're, you're a ranch yeah, over
0: blue cheese guy then.
1: Yeah, but look, let me tell you why I said that, because it was a historical night, right? Yeah. yeah. He only needed 19 points, it was, to pass up Will Chamberlain. That's right. I think he probably got there in the first quarter. He he right? did. He
0: had 21.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, right. And to me, like, for him to go overboard and get 53, that's what I meant by the side of a wrench. Like, he had an historical night. He only needed 19 points. He did that in the first quarter, then went and put up a 50-piece. So the side of a wrench was just, like, the add-in. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. he just... Just had the dipping sauce with the wind.
0: Listen, Popeyes or KFC. If you're out there listening, yo, Big Perk needs an endorsement deal. He's hooking y'all up every time he tweets about a player putting up a wing dinner. Or hey, what's uh what's Rick Ross's joint, Wingstop? Let's go Wingstop. Hey, hey, Let's go hey, Wingstop. Hey,
1: hey, look, I got a connection with Wingstop <laughs> hey. now. They, they, they give me a nice little hookup. I get five hundred dollars. Um, wings every month, so you know what I mean. Hey, there you go. Yeah, kids get on my nerves. I you go on the wing stop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now y'all know. All right, all right, perk. Let's um, let's get out of here on this. It's a question about the Lakers. We'll go with the greatest hits, right? We know, and we, and the Lakers, by the way, are playing the Hornets tonight. They're favored by one. The Lakers are are They've been a bad team at times without. LeBron, AD and sometimes Kuzma. They've also won some crazy ass games like they beat they destroyed the Brooklyn Nets the other night. I think it was just KD there but still they destroyed them. The Lakers know they're getting LeBron and AD back. So right now the Lakers are 5th in the West. LeBron and AD are injured. We know the Suns are the hottest team. The Jazz have the best record. Is there value in picking the Lakers to win the championship right now? And by the way, they're plus 170 to win the West. Still, the Lakers are. But to win the whole damn thing, hold up, I'm scrolling up. To win the whole damn thing, the Lakers are plus 350. Is there value in putting some money on them right now?
1: I'll put a G-ball on it. A G-ball, y'all. Yeah, a thousand. I'll put $1,000 on it. $1,000
0: on the Lakers at plus 350 to win it all because we know Bron and AD are coming back.
1: Yep, Dennis Schroeder is going to be better. Taylor and Horton Tucker, since Kyle Kuzma has been out, he's getting a chance to showcase what he could bring, which we already knew. And then Andre Drummond. He's going to continue to get better and continue to get in game shape. So you throw in Anthony Davis, LeBron James, they're going to come back and they're not going to go down without swinging if they go down. It's a safe bet to me. I'm putting a thousand on.
0: A thousand dollars Lakers to win the NBA finals to repeat at plus three fifty. I would have thought maybe the odds got longer, but odds makers know what the hell's going on. They know LeBron will be back in three weeks. Let me ask you this. Can LeBron rest a little more now that Jamal's down in Denver? Or no. it, does he is he does he feel urgency to come back and maybe gain some ground?
1: Well, he gotta come. Well, it's not even about gaining ground, but you want to make sure that you have some type of rhythm. So, yeah. I mean, at least he, I, I could see Braun coming back 12 games left into the season, get 12 games under his belt, get his rhythm, get his win right, get his legs back under him. Because you can work out as much as you want, but unless you're getting game reps, you can't get back. You can't really get your legs back where they want to be. So uh, I don't see him sitting out too much longer, him or AD. He'll
0: be back. Well, look, we want to um, shout out Jamal Murray, uh, and hope that, you know, he get, has well, a, get yeah. well,
1: get well, get big well, get well, big brother. mall. He'll bounce he, back, though, G. Yeah, because he probably
0: have surgery today or tomorrow. He'll be back before you know it. Seven um, months, seven months,
1: six months. I was back in six months. So and I was I am I was 16, 280 pounds. So I know he could do it. West Walker for the Patriots came back in like four and a half, five months. So he'll be fine. As long as he put in that work, he'll be good.
0: Yeah, but we, but, but he's done for the rest of this season, which means perk is telling y'all Denver nuggets will be a first round exit in the playoffs. Yeah. We're, we're sorry about them all, but that's, that's just the facts of it. Thanks. Right. All right. Y'all, so listen, Twitter spaces. Listen, I know I didn't get to all of your questions because I'm, Oh, I'm just okay at multitasking and it's hard to moderate and host and do all these things on my own. But Twitter's coming through, I think end of April, TJ's on here, he could give you the the facts on it. There's going to be a co-moderator feature soon. So we'll be able to take questions in real time from y'all in the space. But shout out Owen, we were able to get one of his questions in through DM and Perk answered that question. Perk, we're the Betting Academy Hoops Edition. You can find us us now on Twitter Spaces as our simulcast. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple under the Money Grab banner. By the way, go to FanDuel.com slash Betting Academy to make your Perk's picks. Perk's picks can be your picks, y'all. It's so simple. Perk, tell them one more time. We got Hawks. They're going to be up at the half. We want to take them.
1: Yeah, we, we got the Blazers up at the half. We got the Clippers for the game. Clippers for the game. And we got the Utah Jazz up at the half against the Oklahoma City Thunder.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a, a larger spread. Don't get scared do better, about that at do the do half. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Get Clip, your up. Clippers three and a half for the game. And then both Blazers and Hawks at halftime. They just have to be winning, y'all. It's minus .5 on both of those games mm-hmm. uh, in favor of Portland and Atlanta. All right, y'all. we'll be back. Uh, playoffs are coming, so we're going to ramp up a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, what do you always like to say to them? Uh, If you knew better, you'd do better. Big yeah,
1: if you knew if you knew better, you'd do better. Betting Academy, I'm telling you, get your letters up. Me and G dropping this good gospel, this good knowledge to all the new betters out there. Come and learn something. All right. we teaching as well. All right. It's fun. Get some money. You'll be able to watch the game. And it's a different type of enjoyment. All right. Carry on.
0: <laughs> who said money? Who said money can't buy happiness?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. So we'll be back later.
0: Peace out.